and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us here. It's our uh, second one this week. We got another one on uh, Thursday, and then you're on your own. We can only guide you so many days per week. Entertain yourself. Look at that Lincoln Lawyer thing on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, On the previous Brad and Brit cast, I mentioned that my local newspaper, and uh, you also express your kind of lifelong love for quote-unquote newspaper you know it's kind of a thing but there it's a it's a changed fading business all over the country and the days of uh reminiscing about being a paper boy and going around you know your first job those are all gone right that doesn't even exist anymore right every every paper if it is delivered is is by uh, somebody in a car yeah. who, who goes whizzing by and throws if they hit the driveway that's a that's a that's a big day for on uh, on the new uh, season of And Our Guest Is with David Letterman on Netflix, both he and Ryan Reynolds reflect on each other. They both had paper routes when they were kids. They both yeah, uh, a lot of they people, vibe yeah. on that. It's either paper routes or worked at McDonald's, right? It's it yeah. a lot of people's uh, first job. And I, and I mentioned on the previous uh, Brad and Brick cast a couple of signposts that the local paper is getting worse. You know, they're, they're basically giving up. They're it's it's. It isn't even a shell of its. It's a shell of a shell of a shell. There's just nothing there. There's there's no news. You know, on page two, it's always you know Mrs. Wilson's cat uh, just learned how to read, and it's a story from Montana with no timely. You know, there's just nothing in there anymore. All right, and they they raised the price last summer. Well, guess what? <laughs> this is dated today. Five minutes, five minutes ago. And it says, Dear Bradley, thank you for being a subscriber. We know how many options to receive news you have, and we appreciate your loyalty. And now they go, fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> beginning with your next payment, your new recurring charge will be $32.89 a month. month. Right now, it's $24. Mm. All right. So let's... let's um, Get, get out your calculator and and uh, play along at home here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the price of this newspaper has now gone up faster, faster and higher percentage wise than gasoline. Right. <laughs> because uh, last year, last year, it was, um, I believe, eighteen dollars. It doesn't matter. They just. Less than a year ago, it went from 18 to 25, and now it isn't even a year. And now it goes from 25 to 32. So that's it. You're We're out. done. You're out. That's, 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 that'll that's be it. No. And, and, it, and again, it's not that I can't afford it. Okay. Of course. Of course. I guess I could afford it at $100 a month. It wouldn't yeah. force me to move out of That's not the point. Yeah. That that's not the point. You can't keep producing less of a product and charging more for it. At least with gasoline, you're still getting gasoline for the higher price, right? You're you're still getting the the same product. They're not degrading it. They're not watering it down, and your car is getting wrecked. This is wow. 
that's that's chutzpah on on triple steroids to do that. They got wow. Woo. They've done all of these uh, campaigns and stuff. You need to support journalism. You need to support your. It's in this. It's in this letter. I'm gonna. Yeah. Read it all and for your and for your efforts, you get hosed like this. So you decided I'm I'm done. That's good. I, I do I do like that. That is that is chutzpah. I'll give you well, that. It, and it's it's not fair to to compare the local newspaper with the the national papers, the Washington Post and the New York Times. But the fact is, the fact is, um, at thirty two dollars, uh, not only is that more than Washington Post and the New York Times put together that I pay for, it, it, there's just nothing left to say. Let's let's just <laughs> end the topic right there. We'll, we'll was- keep going. I was fairly upset with Amazon for all of us who switched over from Spotify. They decided after a few months they were going to screw us by adding an extra dollar a month onto their Amazon yeah, Music. That's right. <laughs> this well, is that's this right. takes that's that. exactly, of course. <laughs> this takes that and just uh, puts a huge. By the way, Brad, who is this guy? I'm going to show you a picture of somebody. This is going to suck for those of you that are listening to this. Who is that person right there that I'm showing uh, you? On my screen right now? Uh, shit. Who? Oh, there's that? a hint. There's a hint on the screen if you can see. Top Gun uh, is, is is oh that's not Val Kilmer that's uh, oh. who, who the fuck is, is that the producer of the movie? Oh. Kenneth Michael that? that'll be Kenneth Michael Loggins. That's who that that's is. Kenny Loggins. That's Kenny oh. Loggins right there. Oh. There he is, the man who has like a the mo- you know the hugest in the first I guess the first scene they do all of the engines burning, flying, get your dick out stuff, and they play the original Danger Zone, and it goes through. Billboard has a great uh, article about how he wanted to re-record it and do a surround sound version. And Tom Cruise said, fuck you. We're doing nostalgia here and suck it. <laughs> That's a picture of Kenneth Loggins, the king of the soundtracks from the decade known as the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here you go. Here are your choices. Don, super off the rails. Uh, Omicron and inflation, twin sons of different mothers, the death of expertise. We don't talk anymore. And they're eating your food just like you always thought. Oh, God. Yeah, do that story because we're going to get into some delivery stuff here. Yeah, I, I want to hear this. Uh, we have a company called Circuit Root Planner. I guess that's the, the website publication for people who are in the food delivery industry. A new survey finds that 8 in 10 food delivery workers admit to eating part of their customer's order. They surveyed 500 drivers. Stealing a customer's fries or putting their fingers on someone's chicken may not be the most disgusting thing happening on the way to the front door. That's right. It gets worse. One in four drivers confess they have hooked up with someone in their vehicle. Ah, you know that horsey sauce at uh, Arby's? It's not what love, you think it I, is. I love horsey sauce. <laughs> One in ten say they have urinated on or near a customer's home. Another 10% say they've had to urinate in a bottle when making their deliveries. Yeah. More than uh, a quarter of them. 27% say they've had some, quote, less than professional conversations with the people they deliver goods to. Other actions... Some drivers admit to are uh, sure to get you excited and thrilled include intentionally damaging packages, 23%, stealing packages, 17%, and opening and then resealing them, 
percent. Picky, picky, picky. What's behind all this bad behavior? Survey finds plenty of them have good reason to be angry. It's because customers treat them like shit. No respect, no courtesy. Here's how I get back at you. Doesn't that remind you of the original Jesse Jackson story? Uh, yeah. When he, I think he was in uh, the town we're in now, Greensboro at North Carolina A&T as a, a food service worker. And I think he used to get back at, at uh, Whitey occasionally by uh, um, putting an extra ingredient in their food. Remember that story? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jesse Jackson's so far ahead of his time, right? Oh, yeah. He's a pioneer. Right. Uh, three in four delivery drivers say the biggest reason they don't like their customers is because they give bad tips. Correct. Moreover, three in ten accuse customers of tip baiting yeah. when they use services like Instacart. Tip baiting is a scheme where you place an order online, you type in how much they intend to tip, usually a generous amount, then zero out the tip after the delivery that's bullshit I thought, you, I thought you signed a thing and then it's no. it's it's locked in that's no. not true guess not. no they've got there's a whole thing uh over half say they can't stand it when they let their dogs bark and harass them during the drop-off three and ten say customers are simply unfriendly when they receive their goods now um Let's let's uh, boil this down to uh, you and me. I don't think we've ever talked about this. And certainly since COVID, a lot of people changed their behavior in terms of the way they get food delivered. You know, there's DoorDash and Uber Eats three, four years ago were little tiny sort of nothings. And now they're they're both huge things. Um, I have to tell you, I have never used one of those I guess, secondary delivery services to get food from a restaurant. Never done it. And through the pandemic, 100%, I never had food delivered to our house. We were not interested in having it done. And I've been going out and picking up the pizza myself. I'd rather do it. First of all, I know it's going to be hot or near hot when I get at home. I don't have to worry about that. And I'm, I'm good with it. You know, we're, we're six minutes from the play. I don't care. It's not that big of a deal to me. And plus, when I go pick up the pizza, they can see that I'm putting the, the tip in cash in the thing right the, there. There's no issue. There's just the, no issue. At that point, they can't go, I got, I'm going to unspit on this pizza now. Hang on. They go, oh, sir, I'm sorry. There was a mistake. Let me redo this. Because that's when I see you put the money in the jar. <laughs> Right. But we right. can we can give even greater insight to this because people don't know this. I, I have delivered for Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub. I haven't done it in a while. I've made over a thousand deliveries. And I'm I'm ready to take America behind the curtain. Are you ready for me to take America behind the curtain? Because well, this, a was lot a, of this was the setup. I mean, just in the broadest yeah. sense, and then narrow it down to your yeah. own experience, is what you just heard in that survey. Is there anything in that survey that's either doesn't go with what your experience is, what other people you know who do this have said to you? Or is there anything off the rails there that just looks weird and fake? No, it's, that's, that's accurate. I'll, tell, I'll give you – here's a shout-out to the guys at Red Robin. Red Robin, when they would have the stuff, they would give the drivers a little cup of fries. 
So here, this is for you. So that would be, you know, you'd have something to eat instead of going in and trying to grab somebody's chicken tenders or something oh, that's like that. That's a good idea. And I, by the way, I, I wasn't eating other people's food or pissing into a bottle or spitting. On, I didn't I didn't do any of that stuff. I would just like to say to America, uh, the level of commitment when we use people, when you have an app that is based on, yeah, I think I'll work for a couple of hours, you're not going to get really fantastic service. I would just like to say that's number one. When you, you are using independent contractors, the level of commitment to do the job, well, eh, it's not all that great. Because as it turns out, if you fuck up on Uber Eats or you fuck up on DoorDash or Grubhub, you can just come, they, they don't fire you off the app very much. They don't do that very much. And you can just go over to one of the other ones and start playing around with that one. That's number one. I don't know what commitment level of commitment of service you're looking for, particularly as uh, the price of gas goes up and you guys are trying to be cheap as shit. I find that there are a lot of people in America. This is, again, a very huge secret. People who are just trying, struggling to get by, right? Everything is up. Price of groceries, your mortgage and your rent have been up. You know, people who have uh, adjustable mortgages, those things are about to go up. Maybe they haven't reset yet. Uh, the price of gas going up. And then you guys, some of you are ordering food either at home or at work, and you're working second jobs just to afford the food that you're ordering. That's, that's what's happening to a good part of America. And by the way, the people, the delivery drivers that you're hosing by not tipping very much, they're people who are exactly like you, working a second job, trying to get by. <laughs> All of this is, is exceptionally humorous to me that people are shocked. This was another story that came up with the delivery drivers. So let me grab this. Um, a disabled woman tipped 26%, asked her Grubhub driver to drop her food where she could get it. He purposely left it out of her reach, and we need to hold business accountable for disability discrimination. I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm also saying, America, what do you expect? What do you expect out of these people? They're not these. The, again, the level of commitment for you to do the job as an independent contractor where you supply everything, you're taking all the risk. And, and you're expecting exceptional service. I, I find it mind-boggling that people would consider this as, as a thing. And then when it doesn't work out so well, they're just shocked that it happened. Well, you, you brought up about six different issues, which all kind of coalesce in what on the surface looked like a great thing yeah. a few years ago. Exactly. But, but turns out, of course, to be sort of disastrous because – the uh, the a word as always uh, comes up accountability. There's no accountability if you're if you're uh, uh, picking up uh, some some deliveries uh, for a few hours a week and it's not really your job. It's just something to to make uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars extra a week, if that. Uh, of course, you're you're probably not going to be committed to it. So let me go back to when America was great. Yeah, which would be all the way back. Oh before there was a, a DoorDash or a Grubhub or anything like that, when if you would order a pizza, and uh, this is for demonstration purposes only, Domino's, yeah. the, the pizza would be delivered by someone in their car, but they would be an employee mm -hmm. of Domino's, and they'd have the thing on top of the car, and they were connected only with that restaurant chain. And there was some accountability at at that level, right? If they were a fuck up, right? You, you, you had someone to complain to yet at the same time, that driver probably had a bit more of a commitment yeah. to what they were doing. Yep. Um, 
not that the you know they had the Teamsters Union to protect them, but but compared to you know being a, a freelancer paying for their own gas, their own insurance, their own car for the quote privilege of dropping off some McDonald's to you at your house. Um, I don't know. That's uh, now I'm, I'm feeling even better that I don't use these services. Sorry to say. If most services. people, if most people fuck up at their job, their job, job, they lose their job. They lose their insurance. They lose, you know, their, whatever retirement they had, they lose, they lose that. There's a, there's a huge incentive for you not to fuck up. Uh, when, when you're doing this, and by the way, they'll give you every opportunity. I, I was thinking of the, there's a couple of stories that I, I would tell you. I was going to, I think, a Cracker Barrel, like one Sunday morning, and they'd ordered something. And then the person goes, well, I forgot to put this on there, and I'm going to need three syrups and this, and I want extra ice, and make sure they tell you to do this. And I was like, cancel. Not doing that. Not going to happen. Not going to be worth it to me. If you can't get the order right when you're on the fucking app, when all the stuff is there, I'm out. And they're like, well, what's wrong with my order? You're, what's wrong with your order is I'm not delivering it. Cancel. And then there was another story one time because I had a pretty good experience doing this. And I was in there was a, a restaurant in Durham and the guy from Grubhub or DoorDash. I don't think I'm pretty sure it was an Uber Eats. He goes, hey, can you go buy this restaurant and get this stuff? The food has been there for a while and it's just been sitting there. Can you go? get?" I was like, no, I, I don't like that place. They don't work well with us. They just ignore me when I try to get the food there. And there's no incentive. If I go and get that food now, which has been sitting there for 20 minutes or so, deliver it to the door of the person, they're going to be pissed at me for nothing. I didn't do anything wrong except try to save their fucking order. So, no, I won't be going. And the guy hung up and he said, well, okay, I'll call the restaurant. You know, th that's the level of commitment. That's the way the system has been set up. And I'll tell you another thing. With these Uber Eats, as that I'm seeing now, now they're delivering soap. You've seen the one with Trevor Noah eating a bar of soap, right, to illustrate that we're delivering things that you eat, but things that you don't eat as well. That's just, I would never do that. That is a setup for disaster. They're going to fuck up the stuff you get to order. Well, I wanted Irish Spring, and there's Dove in here. Nope, sorry. I'm not going to take responsibility for that. Fuck you. Instacart's got to be the worst. I would say Instacart, and I've never done Instacart, but it's got to be awful. No, you got me the fat-free. I wanted the gluten-free, blah, 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 blah. Ah, no, God, stop making it hurts. <laughs> it's just, it, it's beyond stupidity. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, though. I'll tell you this. I would 100%, if I had to do that again to make money, I would do that instead of hauling people around with Uber and Lyft. That's a way better deal with the food than it is to haul people around. And I've, I've tried to get as many people as possible out of uh, hauling people around as it is to, to haul the food around much better. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. We've, we've beaten the daylights out of that and I'm still going to pick up my pizza. <laughs> between, between it's not, it's not quite, the way as, I'm going to do it. The system is not quite as fraudulent as like now, you know, now that you've seen all the NBA playoffs and all of the shit that's named after cryptocurrency. No. Oh. It's not quite as fraudulent as that, but you know, it, 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 it's built on sand guys. Just, just uh, caveat him tour, right? Caveat him tour is what you do. Well, well, any, any business that is dependent on a steady stream of desperate people willing to do the job for next to nothing uh, with no benefits it seemed over time is is destined to collapse it on itself, and I I understand that you know the the Uber 
plan is to have driverless cars correct everywhere and that won't be an issue anymore and uh okay and you know elon musk is going to get us all to mars in a few years and we'll live up there and the air is cleaner it, okay that's not going to happen so fast that's not going to happen well, that's, so, I mean, that's going to be the goal for your Grubhubs and your Uber Eats is to have drones come and just drop something, you know. Yeah. Yes. And then the Walmart Jetsons. and everybody. We're all in the Jetsons. We just that's, didn't know it. That's Thank the 100% you. goal. Rosie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Don, yes. off the rails as usual. Let's talk about Even that. More stuff. We, haven't, we well, haven't really had a good bitch fest about Donald Trump in a while. On well, this because, because the world is actually more important than yeah. Donald Trump. It's yeah. hard to believe, but it is true. And, and uh, he is receding into the background slowly but surely, but until, you know, Republicans divorce themselves from him completely, it's, you know, he's still going to be there. I saw this headline last night, and I, uh, I highlighted it on my, on my uh, Facebook page. And this is from another one of these publications that I have a love-hate thing with, the Daily Mail. But this one is perfect. This is a perfect headline. Ready? Trump says his Georgia phone call asking to, quote, find 11,780 votes was perfect, capital letters, and slams the DA for convening a grand jury instead of investigating crime and claims Brian Kemp's 50-point win in the Republican primary was, quote, fraud all right just in that headline there's so much that's just completely <laughs> triple off the charts steroid induced insanity and then when you read his uh actual do you call them tweets if they're on his site can you uh, call them tweets or, or I, is there what are they called when they're they're on what is it called? Uh, bullshit social. Is that the name of it? I believe bullshit the people social. who, I believe the seven people who are on that uh, app call it truths. He has put out some truths. Okay. All right. Um, let me read what he said on his, and this looks exactly like a, a, a tweet. Okay. The young ambitious then capitalized Radical left Democrat, quote, prosecutor, quote, unquote, from Georgia, who is presiding over one of the most capital crime, capital ridden and corrupt, also capitalized places in the USA, Fulton County, has put together a grand jury, capitalized grand jury to investigate an absolutely all caps, perfect phone call to the Secretary of State. Many lawyers from both sides were knowingly on the call. I also assumed it was taped. I called to fight a capital R rigged and capital S stolen, capital S election. And they go after me instead of the people that capital R rigged and capital S stole it. Then God bless America. Britt, I submit to you that that thing is from the mind of a continuing to mentally deteriorate madman. Mm -hmm. That, that it, 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 it isn't, oh, well, he said this before. No, no, no. 
I think that a person's command of, of English and the way they're able to speak and certainly able to write, you know, speaking is hard. It gets harder for everybody the older you get. But writing is different. It really is, especially when you have a chance to look at what you did before. And, and the intentional idiocy of this is just, it, it's like raising the price of the newspaper over and over again. At a certain point, you do, even if you were a supporter of the paper, you have to, that's it. I'm out. There's a certain point. It has to come at some point where even the most ardent Trumper looks at this and goes, no, this is probably not it. It never is. And it won't be until it is. And we don't know when that's coming. But this is just so rich with crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to term it. And just from the, the, the idea that you could put out there as, you know, big lie number, whatever you want to call it that a 50-point win was rigged, a 50-point win. Because I guess in Georgia, when they want to cheat, they make it really, really big and obvious, right? Yeah. Most yeah. people would say, if you're going to cheat, you make it real close, and then you right. have a few. No, no, but not in Georgia and not in this race for the Republican nomination for governor. No, 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 no. They made it look like it was a 50-point win for Brian Kemp. Well, we all know that David Perdue, the most popular politician ever, because I, Donald Trump, endorsed him, he won. He killed, and it was a rigged and stolen election just like mine. What's wrong with Georgia? This is Trump, right? This is what you have to think he's thinking to write that, or you're, he's, you know, it's all performance art, and he doesn't believe in it, but he never has led on to that in any interview so wh what's the catch what what are we missing here what's going on you're not it's occam's razor no what you said was correct and that's why a lot of people even who pretend to support donald trump now uh like your lindsey grams are like eh, could you shut the fuck up about 2020 can we get on to with like what's happening now and what you're going to do if you run again you asshole and he can't he can't get over what has happened and it's all in the grievance and he was robbed <laughs> you know it's and then there are those people. Then there's a, a segment of his audience that eats this up with a spoon. It's their free bird. They can't wait to hear him get out there and bitch about how he got screwed in 2020. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's he's melting down. And and you're right. The relevance factor on this guy is minuscule and dwindling every day. Um, it, well, it, it's bizarre. No, it, it it is, but it isn't because at this hour, uh, we have the minority leader of the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy refusing to respond to a subpoena mm -hmm. by other members of the House that he is sole judge and jury as to the legitimacy of the January 6th bipartisan committee. That can't stand because you have one party in this country that is determined to destroy the democratic process as we've known it. Nothing matters. Nothing counts. We abide by nothing. By the way, back to Trump here. He also blasted out an article titled Something Stinks in Georgia. It's written by someone named Emerald Robinson. 
Robinson. Okay, Emerald Robinson. Okay, don't don't say anything. Don't go there. Emerald called the result curious and so suspect, given that Trump's endorsement, in this case of Purdue, is this is Emerald Robinson speaking, the single most powerful thing in the universe of American politics. Again, it's that language. There's no such thing as the universe of American. That, that's a non-existent phrase, right? You've never heard it before. The, there is no universe. Okay. It's, it's frightening. Um, it's Emerald Robin, you can add Emerald Robinson to the list of um, hot reporters he wants to bang. This is the story from November of 2021. Newsmax takes White House reporter Emerald Robinson off air after vaccine conspiracy tweet. That's right. She was too crazy for Newsmax, Brad. She was too insane for fucking Newsmax. So that's a that's Emerald Robinson. That's that's the person who's writing that. I know that I think it was the day before where he was just on fire about that decision that grant that decision that uh, against that lawyer for the Clintons. He was very upset about that and how it meant that our country was over. Have a nice day or something like that. Wasn't that wasn't that the screed that he went on the previous day? I don't know. I, I, it's too much. <laughs> the, the stupid is so ridiculous. Too much. All right. Here you go. Omicron and inflation. Twin sons of different mothers. The death of expertise and or we don't talk anymore. Uh, do the, uh, do the Omicron, uh, inflation situation. Okay. This is, uh, this is Brad putting together two things that really don't seem the same, but I think they're, they're kind of parallel here in, in a way, uh, because this week we have, uh, a couple of prominent members. Well, one of the administration and the, uh, other, the, chairman of the federal reserve both acknowledging that they 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 miss they misanticipated the level of inflation that we have right now kind of caught them by surprise Mm -hmm. okay um and as far as uh what's going on with uh omicron this is another problem that we we and this is not quite the same thing because it's a disease it's a little bit different but uh, Omicron right now is outrunning the vaccines designed to fight it, courtesy of the folks at Axios. Uh, the new variants explain why we're getting a bigger spread again right now. And it's kind of something that we've always thought. It takes them so long to develop a new strain of vaccine to deal with a new strain of uh, coronavirus that eventually we might be in this position where you're just playing catch up and you're fighting the last war and uh, the virus changes its tactics is let's how should we say a lot more nimble than the Russian army. Okay. Which only has one way of fighting, right? Brute force. Um, and I guess it's sort of unfair to compare the two inflation and and uh, the virus, because the inflation goes to something. And, and uh, you know who uh, Michael Lewis is, don't you, Britt? Of course, Michael yeah. Lewis, the, the big short guy, the yeah. the financial writer. The uh, yeah, He's great. He's just great. Mar- uh, speaking of the 80s, married to Tabitha Soren of MTV, the reporter right, right. from the 80s. Right, right. You know, they, uh, they, lost a, they lost a child a couple months ago, not that long ago, I think in a car accident in the Bay Area. Um, 
kind of sad, but Michael Lewis carries on and he's, he's got a new book out and uh, he's got a fantastic podcast. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thread of it right now is all about the death of expertise. Okay. And um, the one I listened to the other day, it doesn't apply to inflation, but I guess it could. Uh, one of his main theses is that there's a lot of bro- a lot of brilliance out there, but we very often have trouble finding it. We go to the wrong people to advise us about problem solving. And it's very likely there's somebody down in the corner office who you don't pay attention to at all, who knows exactly what's going on, but gets no respect. And uh, he, he tells the story of one woman in Massachusetts, one woman who figured out medical billing, which is a subject that no one in the world understands. Nobody gets it. No one can figure it out. No one. It's impossible. But she did, and they made a great business out of it. I think, I can't remember the name of the company. It starts with an A, and they're a monthly bazillion-dollar company now. Um, But she was a nobody. She was truly a nobody, and uh, a couple of guys found her, and they said, you do know what you're, yes, I do. And they went into business with her, and, and they revolutionized the way doctors bill, which you're thinking, oh, really? There's somebody who's responsible for this shit? Okay. But in, in, in terms of efficiency, it is actually better for, for doctors than it used to be. It is? I thought it sucks. But, okay, we're going to go with the, with the theory here that this person really does know uh, how how it's done. And as far as inflation goes, you know, we pay attention to this stuff. There have been people for the last several years who have been screaming there's going to be horrendous, terrible inflation. And they've largely been ignored. And they were ignored certainly in you know, the last couple of years up until you know six, seven months ago with the worse with the use of the famous T word. The T word, transitory. It's transitory. Transitory? You know what? My life is transitory. I'm not going to be here forever, but that doesn't mean that that's a good thing. Um, transitory. If, if inflation is transitory and it's going to roar for another couple of years, we're fucked. Okay? Um, and, and people who are really, really smart were never consulted and we're not making the decisions to do the things that a year or two ago would have mitigated a lot of what we have now. Much of it is out of our control. Much of it is not because of bad decisions by policymakers. Invading Ukraine, we didn't, we didn't come up with that idea. The, the uh, pandemic uh, wrecking the ability of, of goods and services and supplies and commodities to move around the world and finished goods to be put on boats in China and get to Los Angeles, it, that's out of our control. That, you know, you, but there are policy decisions made here in the United States. Yeah, en- energy production in this country, producing our own energy, going with clean energy, clean renewable energy, those are all things that are going to be helpful, which we should have done many years ago, but resisted by, I don't know, somebody. Well, well but in, in the short run, they're not helpful. No, but it's, it, takes a, it takes a while. Which it takes a while. That's why they should have been started 20 years ago when we were telling these people it should have been started. I, I understand that. I, I, 
I get that. But we're really into short term in America. In case you haven't figured this out. But the problem is, and uh, now I'm going to uh, get off the, the ramp here and, and, and check out a, a rest stop here. Short term, politically, is the Democrats' problem. Oh, yeah. The Democrats are way worse at thinking long term than the Republicans. The Republican playbook, now, in, as far as I can tell, the modern one is about 50 years old, and it is law and order, make abortion illegal, okay? Culture war all the time. Right. That's it. That's all you need. And Have they put critical with- race is, is critical race theory on the back burner right now in favor of these other things, or is that just going to be coming up a oh, lot? Well, they, they but that's, that's culture war stuff. Yeah. That, that's part of the, the culture war stew. Right. But the Democrats are never going to spend the next 50 years trying to achieve some level of control over guns, for instance. They're not going to slowly but surely chip away at it. We're just looking at, you know, what can we do right now? The Republicans are better at this. The Republicans are more akin to to um, the Chinese, right? We always talk about the fact that the Chinese, they're, they're 50 years out. They, they're going to control the world. They know it, and they're going to wait for you to implode, okay? And the Republicans are kind of that way. Unfortunately, Mitch McConnell you know, we'll still be doing this 50 years from now. I can't figure out, but he never dies off. He's, he's always there. So just have his um, head, they'll have his head in some sort of iron lung situation. Yeah. Decisions yeah. drawling yeah. about shit. Right. Right. He'll be the Rose Allen of, uh, and the, tr- and the truth is he won't even be, uh, he won't, he won't look that much different than he does now. He might even look better. Right. Right. Um, so we're, we're in a, we're in a heap of trouble. We're, we're in a heap the, of trouble right now. And, this is the company uh, you were attempting to think of. It's Athena Health. Athena Health was the company there you Michael go. Lewis was highlighting there. That's uh, the one. That's attained, by the way, by Bank Capital for $17 billion. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing okay. Yeah, so we, that's what you, you get paid. If you're, if you're that good of an expert, you might actually get paid for it. You do. You do get a lot of money. Uh, so, yeah, we are uh, – I mean, there's – Again, there are signs that in, that inflation is headed in the right direction, but nobody's hearing that. You ain't hearing that. American people ain't hearing that. What, what's headed in the right direction? Where's head inflation? What's the right direction? Is that down or up? It's down. Well, they've, they, they've they've shown several of the the studies that are showing it's headed down, and that the, some of the key indications are of that. But again, it's going too slowly, and too many people are hurting to really appreciate. No. Like, oh, geez, all we got to do is wait till September and we can get down to three eighty five. When, when the producer price index goes down one tenth of one percent in a month, that's not that that's that's a statistical wobble. That means nothing <laughs> because the price of gasoline costs me twenty percent more to fill up my tank this week than it did two weeks ago. That's what I so, just said. The, the, the price of a loaf of bread. You're basically uh, you know, saying what I you're basically saying what I just said, huh? You're basically saying what I just said. Yeah, nobody's hearing it. Nobody's because that's what's well, not. Nobody's hearing it. There isn't anything to hear, Britt. The, the the news is not getting better. That we're not hearing. It's getting worse. The price of oil is not coming back down. It, there 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 is no good news right now. And um, 
there, there's no sign. But believe me, if, if, if inflation went from what, if you think that the number is, is, is it's in the low eights right now, okay? If you think that it getting back to six is some kind of great victory over inflation, you're wrong. We can't live in a country with 6% inflation. We have a lot of trouble with four mm. or three. Maybe with three we could live with. But mm-hmm. we're, and we're not close to going in the other direction, downward. It's not close. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're fucked right in November. Now. The Republicans are going to take over, and Kevin McCarthy is going to be your Speaker of the House. So get ready for that, America. There's nothing well, Joe Biden can do between now and then. Well, we can talk the, about policy decisions. We can talk about forgiving student debt. We can do all of that stuff. It correct. just ain't going to happen. You're correct. That is, that is correct. That's correct. It's time to just start thinking about the Democrats as an opposition party that's going to be in the minority and get ready that's to rock correct. and roll with that. Try to, pro- try to do all the great things in obfuscation, all the great that's things correct. obfuscation and delaying that the Republicans are doing now. Try to try to be as good at it as they are. That's, that, that's, that's all you right. can do. Now, now do, do I believe that there is any justification for putting Republicans back in control yeah. of the Congress under the guise of they – have some level of uh, expertise, Michael Lewis notwithstanding, that they're holding back until they run the committees so that policy in this country will change and uh, inflation will get back down to 2% when the Republicans are in, because they know what they're doing. Of course not. But we're not a very mature country. We're a very immature country. We, we only can just blame whoever is at the top for things that we know they really can't control, but we can't admit that because to admit that is to say, well, actually you should admit that if you're a religious person, isn't it one of the things that you're not really in control? It's God. It's all God. God's in control. Exactly. Exactly. But apparently that can never extend to the millions of things that go into what is the economy of a country or the world that things move back and forth and that policies by governments, yeah, they, they affect them on the margins, but there are things that are going on that are beyond the control of, of any president. Um, Go ahead and ask me, I'm, I'm Ted Budd. I'm running for Senate in the state of North Carolina. Ask me what I'm going to do about inflation, what we can do right now to help, help beat inflation. Probably cut taxes. You know, you're, you ask me. You ask me the question. Ask me you, what I'm going to do. Ask me well, the question. Ted, Ted, what What are you going to do? What are well, you? First, do? first of all, this president has killed a small business with regulation. We're going to get that regulation out of the way. There's too much red tape for our people who are entrepreneurs and who want to innovate and who want to create jobs. That means the, the Biden administration has been unbelievable in their regulation. We need to get that out of the way. Second of all, I'm going to drill up your ass. Every drill that I can possibly get, I'm going to put it in your ass. It'll be in your attic. It'll be in your front yard. It'll be in your dog. It'll be in your grandma. It'll be in your mailbox. I'm drilling everywhere. We're getting oil. We're going to make it happen for everywhere, every place, every time. God damn, I love America. Of course. So, so, so Ted, you, you don't have an original idea in your head. You know nothing. <laughs> and we're going to go to the same warmed-over nothingness. Um, wait, 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 you haven't heard about my 99 cent gun sale at my store this weekend. I'm 99 cent. Everything must go crazy. Teddy, I'm crazy about getting a gun in your hands. <laughs>